0: Welcome back to the podcast called Tell the World. I'm your host, Ota. I hope you guys are having a blessed day. Vaccines, vaccines, vaccines. Will you take the vaccine? Will they take the vaccine? Will the world take the vaccine? Or will I take this vaccine? That's the question. Some of us are still trying to figure out if this vaccine is going to be the thing for us to, to, to do that's going to get our lives back together. And not always, you know, uh, things that we have to try is going to work out for all of us. Some of us it may not work for. I mean, this vaccine is still like a, uh, a trial. Like it's still, still not fully tested as they say. It's tested, but who knows how some of our bodies are going to react to this vaccine. There's going to be a lot of vaccines that's going to be coming out. But uh, for some of these um, companies that are um, creating these vaccines, uh, that are going to be distributed to different countries, worldies, We don't know how our bodies are going to react to it. Some people it may do fine. Some people it may not. I see that New York will be getting their their doses of vaccines. um, That'll be in December, December 15th. They will be distributing 170,000 COVID vaccines. That'll be by December 15th. And they've already made their choices uh, of who they're going to distribute it to, as in groups, who needs it the most. So, we just have to see if that's going to work. I, myself, I'm not going to take it. I know there's a a rumor out there. I know people are thinking they're going to make this mandatory. And we may not have a choice. Which could be true. We may not have a choice. Will they make it mandatory for us to take it? And will we take it? Will you take it? I was watching a uh, documentary on on rats. This is weird that I'm talking about rats. I'm talking about vaccines. But it it falls into a place of how our bodies also um, get immune to things. So let's say how mice may come into people's homes, and we may have to um, put down poison to get rid of the, the rodent out of the home. Now, there's decon makes these poisons, which is blocks. They also make sticky traps. And then there's some companies that make regular traps. So from the documentary I was watching on Netflix, rats, mice, sometimes they get immune to the poison where it doesn't kill them anymore. They can eat about at least five or six of them. It won't even affect them. And so you're trying to figure out why it's not taking care of the problem in the home. Until I watched this documentary that sometimes uh, these mice and rats, they get adapted or get immune to the poison. So they have to update this poison all the time to take care of that that problem of mice when they get out of control in the homes and local businesses. So they constantly update the poison. It doesn't kill them all because some of the rats become immune to it. So think of our immune system that way. Like we breathe in millions and trillions of bacteria and and viruses every day. We don't see it. We'll never see it because you would have to see that up under a, a microscope. We all know that. I was actually uh teaching my myself because I had to go back and you know uh, reeducate my myself over some things and the best teacher in the world is to teach yourself. sometime. You can learn things that way better. It, it just all depends on your uh your way of understanding. So our body fights for us our uh immune system will fight for us. If there's any foreign, um, any foreign um, viruses, bacteria trying to enter the body, trying to go into our cells and cause problems, our bodies will recognize it right away and try to figure out what the hell it is, try to figure out what's going on and to come up with a solution with bacteria and viruses. Not all of our immune systems are are strong. Um, And some people have strong immune systems. Some people have great immune systems. Some people, you know, they just don't get sick. And some people are just healthy. Even healthy people can get a virus and when they say that uh, this virus attacks mostly people who have uh, already had uh, preconditions, whether it's diabetes, high blood pressure, etc., cetera, um, it's more dangerous for them if they contract this uh, COVID virus. But sometimes people who can have the best immune system, it may affect them and catch them off guard. Maybe their immune system wasn't fast enough to figure out, you know, what this covid virus is it's not like the regular cold it's not like the regular flu it's more aggressive it's aggressive enough that scientists say that it mutates so this doesn't give your immune system any time to figure out what it is to create antibodies to uh, handle the situation to contain this virus to slow the spread to stop the spread to eliminate the spread because this COVID virus mutates into other things within your cells right away which they say uh, causes breathing problems and you may end up in a hospital with a ventilator to breathe so your body will fight for you, but not, our, not all of our bodies are strong enough to uh, defeat this virus. When I had it in March, I didn't think that I was going to uh, defeat it because at first I didn't know what it was. I knew it was something unusual, but my body fought it off thanks to a little bit of sunlight. I believe that's what saved me, sunlight. So, when your body creates these antibodies, it has figured out what this foreign virus has entered your body. It creates these immunities to be able to uh, handle the virus better, contain it, you become immune. It doesn't affect you as bad as it would normally get into your body. Being new inside you. So the body does fight for you. Even if you have to go to the hospital to get um, um, some type of um, treatments. Like um, anything to treat the infection. Sometimes our bodies uh, slow up. And it takes a little bit longer. Which forces us to go to the hospital. To get antibiotics. Sometimes my body. You know. May not be strong enough to stop it in time. And due to the fact that this. COVID virus. Mutates so fast. Your immune system. Has no time to figure it out. Some people's systems. It will figure it out real fast. The studies of. How it does that sometime, it just depends. It could be a lot of theories about it. You know, it's, it's people's uh, bodies are different. You can stay at home and deal with the COVID until your body uh, builds up immunity to um, handle the situation. Now, will it leave uh, underlying preconditions like um, causing problems within your, your lungs? Will this COVID cause problems within your, um, your organs. This is what this COVID does. Now, everybody um, think that um, the vaccine that they're giving may not be a good thing for us. Some feel like they're forcing it on us. Well, look what kind of box we all are in right now. We can't travel much. For some of us who uh, decide not to travel to protect ourselves or to protect our families, we don't want to take any risk of harming ourselves and harming our family members. So we're trying to just wait it out. And some people think that it's just a big hoax and that you're not going to stop their lives from moving. They're going to continue to travel and do the things they need to do some people will wear the mask some people won't wear the mask so here's my theory for the mask I'll give you my own experience so when the COVID came out I was wearing a mask every time I went outside I had the mask on I had the mask on every time I went outside but I started learning one day When I decided to take the mask off and I decided to go outside without the mask and started to breathe in the air, I noticed I started getting these uh, cold flu-like symptoms again right away. And I realized that the mask was preventing me from breathing in all the the viruses that do enter our body. I started noticing that right away. Because a lot of people don't realize that you breathe this stuff every day. Different type of viruses and bacteria. You'll never know it because your body is so used to breathing fresh air. We're outside. Why not? Why wear a mask? It's ridiculous, right? But in this case, we don't have a choice because we can't go in stores. We can't travel the way we want to because we are told to wear a mask. So I realized that that flu cold like symptom I was feeling, I realized that that was the 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 viruses and bacteria entering my body again without the mask being on. And trust me, we breathe this every day, every day if you're not wearing a mask. And so when you take that mask off and you started breathing again within going outside, being normal again, you're going to feel some flu-like symptoms and scratchy throats and maybe some allergies because of wearing the mask all the time versus being in the home. You're talking about a different airflow inside there because a lot of us got filters, so it catches a lot of bacteria and probably some viruses too with these filters. It all depends on your home, where you stay at, the surroundings. If you have trees all around your home, apartment buildings, either one. And so that was one of the theories I figured out about the mask that it was keeping me from breeding a lot of viruses and bacteria. And so that's why I was feeling that again. And I noticed right away. As soon as I took it off, I was thinking again, that I had maybe contracted this, this COVID virus again, but that wasn't the case. It was wearing a mask that was keeping me from breathing the trillions of uh, bacteria and viruses back into my system. And so you have to understand that your body gets immune back to everything. When you take the mask off, you go through those stages, three days to a week, two weeks, and then your body's back again, breathing the, the, the regular air again because you have your mask off. And this, that's the theory of people trying to figure out if this is real or not. Like, is it? Now, in some cases, you have to try to figure out um, maybe if I caught the cold again or the flu again without the mask being on and I came home and I spread it around the people of my surrounding that I that I'm around every day versus work. Think about some of the people who catch it at work. How many people catch it? One, two, maybe three. They're placed up on a quarantine, but we don't know all the things that they were doing outside of that workplace. Like, were they wearing a mask? Was a person with them wearing a mask? Was the person that they were hanging around with wearing a mask? Was that person or that person wearing a mask? It's a whole lot of stuff on the way viruses move. They're all over. They're all over our bodies. And that's the thing. Our bodies get immune to it. And so I was thinking that I'm blessed with this immune system. But I also realized some of the stuff that I was reading that, you know, when you're born or when you're in the fetus, you build up your immunity based on being inside your mom's immune system. Meaning that whatever she breathed, whatever shots she had for some of the shots, For some of the air she breathed, her body got immune to it. So you picked up traits from your mother immune system. So when you come out into the world, because you're already protected by a a sack inside the womb. But once you enter this world here, as in being birthed into the world, you're definitely around trillions of unfamiliar foreign viruses and and, uh, bacteria. Right away, they have to give you a shot. They can't take any chances. And then I didn't realize that that's why sometimes they do give the shot. Now, can our bodies just deal with what we're breathing every day, being born into the world? For some of us, yes, we can deal without those shots. But there's just some things out there that we can catch, especially infants. They can catch that may not they may not be able to survive. And so I had to understand that about shots especially with uh, newborns. Now, what about uh, kids in general? Not infants, not toddlers, kids. Let's say eight, maybe eight on up, put it that way. Maybe eight to maybe 17 years of age. Now, they still can, you know, deal without shots because they're, but they've been in the world for a little bit. Years have passed by. They're reaching these ages of 10, 11, and 12. So they can adapt to that too. But here's the problem. The chicken pots, the measles. So they need dog shots. Now, how further can we go from that to other things? Unless you're traveling outside the country and you're going into a whole different atmosphere. Well, just, let's just say air. Let's just say a whole new country you don't know the diseases the the viruses we don't know all of those things out there that sometime we may have to take those shots before uh, going to another country because you're putting yourself at risk as well as if they did let you not take the shot and you go over there you could bring some of those diseases back into another country and so you'll get to spread up some unfamiliar diseases that may not be the case of happening in the United States that shouldn't happen like the SARS that was in another country I'm not educating I'm just trying to make sense of uh, some of the stuff that I read that I, I didn't quite understand and so this brings us to the the, the COVID I was reading in 1918 maybe 17 uh World war, World war I yeah so they had soldiers that were fighting a war, which was a uh, World War one and they were eating out of they were eating food out of cans. so they didn't have the best of a uh, diet. They didn't have the best of nutritious. And so they were eating out of cans. And when the war was over with and they came back home, some came back stressed. And so the question was, as I was trying to figure out, the question was asked was, does having a poor diet creates a bad or low point of immune system? Yes, it does. Because if you're not eating right, and your body's building up all this crazy mucus. Not all mucus is good mucus. Sometimes when you have a runny nose, that's just what your body's reacting to what came in that didn't belong. Once you're breathing it, and I hate to say this, it's going to be a little yuck, uh, yucky. When you get the boogers in your nose, that's just what your body did to stop certain viruses from coming in. Anything that causes a runny nose is pushing what came in out. It's nasty, but that's just how the body is. The body fights for you. Anything foreign coming from the outside doesn't belong in there. And your body's going to do whatever it needs to do to contain it as well as getting cuts mosquito bites you won't see these bacteria you won't see these viruses entering your cuts inside your womb the open area of the cut that's bleeding right away your body's gonna come and react to that cut because viruses and bacteria is trying to enter into that cut to get into your cells and so you're gonna build an immunity there whatever came in whatever mosquito bit you, and we know what mosquitoes do sometimes too and what they carry. So your body's going to create a bump. Immunity and healing process. These are things that I was just reading and and, uh, learning on my own that I didn't know until the cut eventually uh, heals up with a stitch, its own personal stitching. To protect you more. So the things that the body does do. The immune system builds up. We all don't have. um, The same immune system. As in healing fast. And that's when you have to look at diabetics. They have to be careful about. um, Getting cuts because of infections. Parts of viruses. And. Um bacteria that can enter into their bodies enter into their cuts they have to be careful so they won't get any infections so I had to old school remind myself as I was reading and understanding about some of these things but it's amazing what the body does on its own which brings me back to the, the point of uh, taking a COVID shot um, the vaccine's supposed to uh, create, I mean, it enters, you take the shot, it enters your bloodstream, your body recognizes something foreign coming in, and so your body's trying to figure out what it is until it breaks through that vaccination to get to the core of what messages and what this information is coming through from this shot, this vaccine is trying to figure out to get the information, builds immunity, so, if you do catch the COVID, it won't be as bad, or it may be bad. You go through the process of feeling the 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 COVID symptoms, the fever, and you bypass all that, and this information coming from the vaccine, you build up this amenity to understand what it is, voila, you should be good. That's okay if that was the case, you know, but... We don't know what's all within in this vaccine. We have no idea. No idea. They can tell us what's in there, but we don't know what's all in there. A lot of ingredients that we do read sometime on the back of things that we do buy, just because they put that on there information and let us know what's in there to make sure that we're not, uh, for some who are not uh, allergic to certain uh, ingredients, that's fine. But what else could be in there? We all could go to the doctor and uh, get tested to see what all our, all our uh, allergies or what we are allergic to to make sure that we stay away from certain potent ingredients that may cause us harm just from getting a bad reaction from it. So we all don't know. That gets me back to the rats. So what the rats will do is, this is what I was reading on Netflix. So the rats, they do it like this. They send another mouse to come in. You'll always see one mouse come in. It could be two. It could be three, but mostly one. Let's go with one. Maybe two, but let's stick with one. So they come into the home. So the big rats or the other rats tell that other mice to go in that home, see what's going on, check everything out. And so that's what the mice do. He leads back out of that home, goes back into the hole that they came out of, feeds information back to the other rats, to the other mice, And it lets them know if everything's okay. Meanwhile, they wait before they go in because they want to make sure that it's safe. Even if some of the older mice or rats know that there could be something in there that's harmful that could get them killed. So they'll wait and see if that other mice that came in that they told to come in to make sure that it's safe. They're going to make sure that if it dies, they're not going to take a chance of coming in there. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know mice communicated that way. I mean, we all have languages, but I didn't know, you know, mice had language like that. Like, hey, be aware. So that's what they do. And that's what I'm going to do with this COVID shot. I hate to say it, for the the people who are going to take it first. We're going to see how their bodies react to it. I'm not saying I'm going to take it, but, you know, they do test mice out. And mice that be in the uh, the lab sometime with scientists, they know that, that that rat has a different type of immune system, super immune system, meaning that it can probably withstand any type of toxins and poison to their body and survive. Survive. So you have to think about the little babies that they have, mice's. They've already built up that immune system from old poisons. And so they can probably bypass that old poison. That's why they have to update the poison, change it every time. They change it every time. And so for some of us who don't know how they actually die the poison that some of these mice do come across, it gives them blood clots. That's how they die. That's how they die. So I'm going to wait. I'm going to see. Because I haven't had the... The last time I had a flu shot uh, was in 2007. I believe that might have been my second flu shot I've ever had. And... um, I haven't had anything since. So imagine my body been without any type of flu shots. But what I did realize what my body was when I did come across the COVID when I had it, I realized that I did have a low immune system because I started realizing that um, some colds and flus were lasting longer. Like you ever heard of people who get colds and it may last within a week or two, a week and a half? they got low immune systems. It's not a bad virus. It's that their immune system is so low it takes longer. And that brings me back to uh, uh, how do we take care of ourselves, eating. uh, Are we eating the right nutrition that give us those vitamins and things that we need to build up a great immune system? And I realized that my immune system was low and that it was taking a little longer to uh, fight viruses. So what I did was I changed my diet up. I started drinking different things, pushing more uh, fluids like water into my body. And um, sometimes the pills don't work for everybody that's got the vitamin D and C and E and all that. So I just started to um, find the foods that I needed to just right away, you know, get it in me right away. Um, My vitamins. That's another thing. You know, um, pills don't work for everybody. It takes a little bit longer. And sometimes your body can be so unhealthy sometimes and with the mucus sometimes, which is the bad mucus, it keeps your body from really reacting because we have trained our bodies to behave certain ways based on our intakes. And so our body gets immune to that. So anything coming in there different, it takes a while for your body to get used to. It takes longer. So sometimes you have to just... Um, detox your body out, and just do some things different. Flush your body out with fluids, and just if you're gonna make a commitment to uh, changing your diet up, I advise you to change it. It's up to you, but it's just advice. And 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 due to this COVID, nobody expected this. Nobody expected this. Nobody expected this to happen. I myself never dealt with a pandemic. And maybe I have to ask my parents, have they ever dealt with a pandemic? But I don't think they were around in 1917 and 18. So those people that were around that time, they knew about it. And so maybe they would have more information on it. Or maybe they passed that information on to their kids. Because it's new to a lot of people. But it's great to understand what the immune system does. And what it tries to do for our bodies. Your body will fight for you. But still, these vaccines that they're coming out with, I I don't know, I'm not sure. And trust is an issue for us all. Because we're not going to put something in our body that we don't understand. There were even rumors that this vaccine may destroy our, our God gene inside of us. Uh, There was a uh, report of a lady who did get vaccinated uh, with some uh, trial of a vaccine and she felt like her soul was gone. She felt soulless. Sounds scary. I have to find out more about that story and read more details on it. But like any vaccine that they came out with, I've always not taken it. I've always waited. I know uh, New York is passing a law that they're gonna mandate that uh, anybody within the age of 14 can actually have this shot. I got to look and see if it's just a year the age of 14, but they're going past parents' consents and saying, hey, you can have it regardless, your child's gonna get it without your consent. So this pushing this vaccine in certain ways of um, people's rights is kind of weird. but to have the pandemic, the word pandemic is like, Sorry, you don't have a choice. Sorry, you can't come back to work until you have that shot and bringing proof to us that you took that vaccine shot because this is what a lot of us is going to be up against. We're going to be up against that, keeping your job, going to college. Career-wise, you're going to have to make a decision. Or will they be fine with you being at risk of possibly being infected and coming to back into the workforce? Will they take that risk with us? Will we be a spread to the ones who didn't take the shot? Will a death toll still be at some peak versus a lot of people who didn't take it versus to the people who did take the shot? They're going to look at those numbers still because The flu is still around. So there was no cure for the flu. There was a vaccine to be immune to it. Where your body gets it, but you don't get it as bad as some who do get it that didn't take the vaccination. So this is what we're up against. Will it be safe to take? Will it alter any of our genes inside our bodies? This is what people are afraid of. Um, I'm afraid of it all. Let's just say I'm not afraid of it all because I feel like I got a choice to say I'm not going to take it. So I'm not afraid because I'm not going to let that come inside my body. But will they make this mandatory? Will this be something that we all won't have a choice but to do? Can you live life without the, the vaccination? It's just something to think about. I mean, it's, it's weird, but it reminds me of the movie, uh, The Earth Stood Still. In a format of saying that right now the world is at a standstill. A lot of businesses are closing up. People can't do the things that they want to do. They can't move around to do those things, which is hard because, you know, what can you do within a pandemic when um, people can't have the the proper movement, the proper uh, sitting down, the comfortability of uh, walking and sitting down because of uh, the numbers, the cases are going up and they feel like to slow the spread, people have to stay at home and businesses have to shut down. It's a a hard uh, thing to do. Now, what I'm learning and what I'm seeing in different states, I'm actually seeing different things. And so sometimes I feel funny with the news. Like I know New York is, um, they have stopped uh, kids from going to school. Everything will be online. So that's definitely stopped. But in certain states, people are moving and people are doing the things they need to do with a mask on. And businesses are open. And I believe they do have um, places where you could go in the restaurant. I think they have uh, so many people can come in. So some states still have it where you can come into the restaurant, but they can only let so many people in. It may not be the numbers that they used to get last year, but, you know, some businesses are still operating. So it's different in, in different states. And those are the things that I'm looking at. Um, and so sometimes when I'm listening to the news. I, I see things that look a little like it's strict. I'm looking at things that they're saying that it looks like uh, places are shut down completely. But that's not the case. Uh when you have connections of other people that live in different states, you can kind of get your information from that to understand what's going on in that state. And then you go back and look at those numbers. And then you're trying to figure out okay, that's kind of weird, you know, the numbers. And uh, you got the state kind of moving a little bit open freely because a lot of these states cannot shut down. I mean, it, it's going to be, it's already crazy. Uh, December 31st is when. Um, freezing everybody's rent up will be lifted up where people have to pay all of their rent and so you got the Democrats or they're waiting to move into power but did you, got, you got December 31st and they still haven't passed a stimulus so it can help certain family members but that still won't be enough because the lease and the rent owners and other people that money that people owe There's other bills that need to be paid for. So it still may not be enough. So they're probably going to put a cap on the rent again to stop it because you're going to have so many people homeless. It's like, this is crazy that it's gotten to this point. This is so crazy. It's even crazy on how this COVID even got started. But what's crazier is how fast it spread it. it. Spread it so fast. But that's what viruses do. They spread. Maybe one day I'll take a look through a microscope uh, at viruses. But we breathe them every day. The bacteria is out there. It's all over our body. It's there and our bodies deal with it and fight it every day we're immune to it we should be immune to earth so that's what we're dealing with uh, are we going to take it is it safe we don't we don't know we have to treat it like the flu shot was treated you know for some of the people that did take it They were fine, I guess. But we're dealing with studies. And if you go back to the studies and look at these results of their studies, we're not scientists. We don't know what all changed in their bodies. Those are things that we'll never know. Now, how human changes, how evolution moves, you never see it move because we don't pay attention to a lot of things. Because we're always living in a world of distractions, distractions. And so you may miss evolution. As you get older, you notice something did change. The food didn't taste right. The food tastes different. Human behavior is different. Those are the things that you, you, you won't see yet. Because we're we're trapped in the illusion of things, how we live every day. Concerns, worries, depressions, happy, sad. That's how we live. That keeps our mind off of what's going on underneath us or around us. We'll never see those things. We'll never see evolution happen that way. Even if you got a chance to understand it, you may be dead. You'll be too old to really talk about it. That's if you don't have amnesia. That's if you don't have some type of old timers. That's if you're in so much pain because your body unchanged, you don't have time to worry about evolution. Because we're all being distracted in the illusion of things. But, are they trying to put us on the f- same frequency with the, the COVID? Are they putting us on the same frequency with the, the vaccinations? Like, what's really going on? I know they say we shouldn't always think conspiracy. But for some reason, we are intuit with our own intuition of things. It's like, Shaggy and Scooby-Doo, when they had the Jeepers Creepers, the heebie Jeebies, they took off and ran. They knew danger. They saw danger. They ran. So that's how we're feeling about the vaccine. That's how we all feeling. But will they make it mandatory? Will they make it mandatory? It's just something to think about. Call it a theory. Call it thinking too hard. Call it overthinking it. It's so easy to say, oh, it's just a shot. Just take it. It's almost like peer pressure of any type of drug. Just take it. It ain't going to hurt you. You'll be okay. You'll be fine. (laughs) Wow. Wow. It's just things you just learn when you live in this world long enough. You 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 recognize those 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 things that you know help you think, give you intuition, give you some type of uh, heads up. Be careful. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. Well, guys, if you uh, like the podcast, I thank you for listening. And if you really like it, hit that subscribe button. I'm not a scientist on vaccinations. But I'm experienced enough to know what I've dealt with and what I've seen. How do they say the experience knows? Or do we know enough? That concludes the podcast called Tell the World. And you guys have a blessed day.